This is Nerd Talk All right, well, we should let's get started here. If we don't have a whole lot of time. Did you read the Did you read the graphic novel? Uh, of yeah, Killing Joke and seen the movie. We just watched the movie an hour ago. Uh huh. It's pretty much spot on to the comic. Yeah, well, except <laughs> that first, the first like twenty minutes or whatever with the Batgirl. That first pointless half. I didn't mind it. Like it, the movie would have been so short without it, and then it, it also, it, and it, I don't know. It, It'd be more for people that don't already really know between Batman and Batgirl, Batgirl or whatever. So like it had to build that kind of made it more emotional when she got shot, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It, I don't know, but it just would have it would have been super short without it. So I think that was, yeah, that was part yeah. of their like we got to do something. We'll talk more about that, I guess, in yeah. uh, coming up. So <laughs> I look forward to talking about that because that uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm I've been so negative on DC and DC is like my favorite <laughs> you know comic brand. You right. Know? Well, I mean they're doing some big stuff now, so it's not it's not too bad. So I guess I don't know. I don't think we're, we're not going to do like an intro. I don't know. Probably. Not. I guess we could. I, I guess we could. Right. All right, guys. We're here with Brandon Allison. Oh, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. We've been recording this entire time. Yeah, I'll just cut it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, all right, guys. We're here with Brandon Allison. Um, currently in. Portsmouth, Virginia, but is moving to Richmond, Virginia. So, um, he's been with us on various episodes, mainly the Star Wars episode and the Batman v Superman and episode. Batman he was Superman. on with us. 
Um, today we are doing the Killing Joke um, as part of the uh, co- the comparisons versus not versus but compare comic book comparisons. Yeah, it's a graphic novel, and the movie was released today officially on DVD, but it's been out on digital since I think the twenty sixth. Oh, he's got his copy right there. Look at oh, that. Yeah. You have the special edition too, Brandon. Uh, yeah, the deluxe edition. Deluxe but, edition. Uh, yeah, Tim Sale. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it even says right here. There's a quote on the front of the cover. I loved the Killing Joke. It's my favorite. It's the first comic I have ever loved. Tim Burton. Which yeah. does not surprise me that he would like this comic book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Did you, did you read the? Uh, I guess it would be like the epilogue that's in, at the end of this book. Uh, no, like where he gets shot and. You know. that, that weird fan talking about having to... Yeah. yeah. I think it's the, like we'll one of the artists that. and stuff. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. So um, so my initial thoughts going into this were not what they ended up being. Like my initial... I don't know what I thought this book was going to be like, but it wasn't what I thought it was whenever I got to the end. I was like, wow. That was way different. But it was cool. Like it was in a, in a really good way. It was very short. But people, I've been heard. I heard about this comic book years and years ago, right? Before I even gave a shit. Well, it's one of the most popular stories, with as far as I know. Like that's why it's so huge right now. Like, right. Yeah. Before I even cared about any superhero, I heard. I think it was Landon. You remember Landon, right? Yeah, I remember Landon. He just moved back to Dubois. Oh really? Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> um, what was he living at before? I mean, was he back in Virginia or something? No, he was in South Carolina, I think. Me, me and Landon and Brandon all met on Xbox, Xbox Live. Live. Well, which is funny because like you and I met like randomly in a Halo game, and then you were like your boy Landon got on. It's like, oh, this guy's cool, and he mentioned where he like was living at and uh, Newport News. And my cousin, or it was somewhere around Newport News or Hampton. My cousin uh, met Landon somehow. It was like small world shit. Hey, what are the odds of that? Yeah, yeah I know. it was cool. And me and DJ have been tight, you know, ever since. It's been like, oh, what, almost 10 years now? Man, it's been a while. Yeah. You're the only person that I've ever met and stayed this close to off of Xbox. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he had it on his bookshelf, and he was like, yeah, this is a killing joke. It's really dope. And I was like, all right, sweet. And I never gave a fuck until recently, whenever we got back into, you know, into this whole thing, and... <laughs> Found out that the movie was coming out, and I'm like, I probably time, put yeah, it down. It was a great um, read. Yeah, it's it's quick too. It's not very long, was it? Uh, no. It no took it took me 20 minutes to read it. Like, yeah, it's. But I'll tell you one thing, man. Um, for this to come out, what was it? Early. It had to be early, you know, 90s and stuff. I'm I'm not if I'm not mistaken because. I think you're correct. If um. Tim Burton loved it, you know. And yeah, yeah, right. 1988, 1988, yep. 88. Yep. This story came out one year before I was born. Wow. Which is which is really cool because, like, if you look at the art, the artwork in this book is phenomenal. Oh, it's absolutely. And, I mean, the colors, everything about it. I mean, it, it still holds up to modern-day comics. And Cause, Yeah, because I, I have a... It came out in black and white. I have Superman Doomsday right now. We're going to do a special on it. It's a, the death of Superman. And oh, the nice. artwork is so old school. Like it's it's cool though. Like it's awesome. Like but I mean for this to being this old, like it it can't. It looks more like you said. It looks very modern. Well, this is the deluxe editions, and it's been recolored. Right. Which is which is great. And I mean even regardless regardless to like recolored and whatnot, man. I mean just how everything was just like 
you know, paneled, and mm-hmm. it's just a fucking great book. Plus, have you right. seen Brandon the uh, the movie cover? Oh uh, y- no, I haven't. You haven't. I, saw, I actually saw this in theaters. Uh, where I'm from, they That's actually awesome. had it in theaters. Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I don't even know. I don't even want to try to do it. I wouldn't mess anything up. Yeah, I'm not he, he'll, he'll, he'll see it. He'll yeah, you have to you take a look at it somehow. It's it's cool. It's a it's a different. I think he's facing. No, he's doing the exact same pose, but it looks like way more modern. Right. I mean, how old are you? Twenty six. Twenty six. So this movie came out, or the book came out twenty seven years ago. Yeah. And the movie just like the animated film just came out. See, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's crazy how it took so took so long for them to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah, but super, like, why it, now? Look how big it is now. You know, like within yeah. the last ten years, superheroes have just been. It, it went from being th- something that just nerdy guys liked and watched to a top trend. Everybody topic. in the world loved. I mean, these are superhero movies are making more money than any other movies that have come out. Like that's crazy. I bet you could ask nerds twenty years ago, and they would be like, "No, that's yeah, not." Uh, <laughs> All we had was Star Wars then. Yeah. <laughs> and then look at that. Like it's just, it's just taking the world by storm. So. Yeah. They're going to be doing this a lot, I think. I think this probably did so well, they're going to be doing this with a whole bunch of stories that we haven't... It did go over really well, but a lot of the a lot of people didn't like the beginning stuff. Like, the, the, the criticism... There's a lot of criticism, as with everything. Yeah, but I don't, um, I don't feel like it was too unnecessary. Like it, it was, I agree. It wasn't too long, either. Like, it, it was there, but the movie would have been short as shit. Like, like and I like seeing back. And they probably had it in their heads whenever they started doing this, having Hamill and Conroy... Being in it, they're like, we're going to put this shit in theaters, and you know what I mean? And There has to be some length. There has to be. You can't just put a half-hour movie in the theater. And... Yeah. But I didn't mind it. I mean, I okay, I understand the whole, like, filler part. I think that was really cool. I, I, but the thing that got me, and I think you guys already know what I'm about to say, Batgirl having sex with Batman. Yeah, I mean, but... It, that was ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's not the first time we've seen it, though. There, there was a story arc. I feel like when Batman and Batgirl had a, had a kid together or something. I read somewhere. What, like in a different Earth or something? Like something different... like that. Uh, it just one one of the stories. Like I was reading about it. It's like remember that one time where Bat, Batgirl had sex with Batman and got pregnant, and it was just like a uh, like a trend thing. I was looking at online. I was like, huh, I did not know that. I don't know, man. I haven't never heard about that until I was like, okay. Yeah, hey, whatever, man. Everybody needs some action. Do you think yeah. Batman? Do you think Batman has an O face? Uh It's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just feel like if he's in the cow, and it's just like, oh, Batman, you know, and uh, <laughs> and then you have the Bruce Wayne. It's like there's so many alter egos. Right. I don't know. I just don't. I I don't know. I just don't think. I don't know if he makes any noises or not. I bet you she does. No, but it, it was still cool watching Batgirl kick some ass. Like, yeah, and get her ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's a great character, but I was, you know, when that scene happened, I was thinking to myself, where's Dick Grayson? Yeah. <laughs> Where is Dick? Dick's going to be pissed. <laughs> he is going to be mad. <laughs> Are they a thing? Dick, yeah, Dick has a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They were, See, that's something I didn't know. Yeah. Huh? Because uh, because there was a time where, oh man, that uh, one of Batman's that, there's another woman. She's another uh, freaking antihero or something. I'm having her name is escaping my mind, but she took on the mantle of Batgirl after, uh, like Batwoman. Yeah, after yeah, because she like stole the costume. Yeah, it, it was it wasn't a lecture. It was, 
I know that's Marvel, but it's like it's like her other. What's the DC version of that? She fights with Batman a lot. Uh, uh you either got, you know, Catwoman. No. <laughs> I mean, but then again, she is a, you know, anti-hero anyway. But um, I can't think of it, man. I'm 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 stumped right now. It's been a long time. You know what I mean? I'm the Green Lantern guy. <laughs> you ask me dang Green Lantern, I can tell you. Just uh, by the way, that's not a bong. People that are listening, that's a Slurpee from 7-Eleven. <laughs> Brandon has 7-Eleven in his town. I haven't had a 7-Eleven in like 10 years. Oh, man. Yeah, but we have sheets. Yeah, we do have sheets. You know, Sheet. you know oh, what yeah. sheets is, right? Oh, absolutely. I'll be pretty close to one once I move up to Richmond, which I'm really excited on. Dude, one of my main focuses whenever I leave any... Like, if I ever leave the state, first thing is, I'm like, oh, let's go to Sheets. And I'm like, oh, there's no Sheets here. I'm like, that sucks. I've become accustomed to a Sheets run. Oh, yeah, we'll have... um, We have Wawa here. I mean, but... I don't think I've ever eaten in a Wawa. Really? From from where you're from? I mean... There's no Wawa here. Oh, man, that's that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I've well, I mean, but, things about but you got sheets, but you have sheets, so yeah, you we have sheets. Trump all, Trump all. Um, all right, so so what? Let me think here. I don't even know how to structure this episode because we're we're just talking about because, uh, like you said, it happens so spot on. There's a couple of things that were a little different. I don't know. We we actually sat down with the comic book right in front of us and like went scene for scene. Oh, really? We did, yeah. Just to awesome. it was cool just to see. You know what what subtle differences are, and the the I mean there there was a couple like one of the one of the differences is like the uh, on this page right here where he's like um, with that clown thing it's at the carnival yeah that was like a it wasn't a clown inside the uh, um thing it was like it was like a fortune teller oh really yeah uh, was, that was weird but that's cool because like I mean obviously in a theater it's dark as shit it wouldn't have yeah, you wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah, but but it, dude, there were some weird ass people in there, man. <laughs> I but think it also, like, if you think about that that fortune teller looking one, it kind of resembled his his girlfriend or wife that he was having a memory of. Oh yeah, that's so a good when he call. was looking at her, and then it changed it transitioned to the scene where he was looking at that instead of another clown. I think it, right, it it, it kind of looked like her, so I feel like it was. That's that's actually really cool, man. I think I have to actually sit down and watch it again, and um, and actually look at it for you know, you know, panel to uh, scene. Right. I mean, for the most part, dude, it is really spot on. Like there, there is not much that is different. Now, like the uh, the scene when he's in the Batcave and he's talking to Alfred and he's got all the pictures of the Joker up on the screen. There is something interesting that I noticed. There's one, the one, I think it was the fourth picture over on the top row. It it resembled, it was like a, what I would like to call like a, a home, paying homage to Heath Ledger's Joker. It looked like uh, he had like a green vest. He was sitting in a cell and it just looked, it just looked awesome. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah. That person I was thinking about real quick, it was the Huntress. Oh, Huntress. Okay, yeah. There, yeah. Was, a, there was a time where the Huntress... Took the the man. She took the Batwoman costume and was pretending to be because it was a it was a graphic audio I was listening to. He was out of commission or something, and so she was like, "Well, she had to do something about it." So well, she she put on the Bat costume and instilled the fear that Batman normally does, and it was cool. 
I don't know why I didn't think of Huntress, man. I don't know why. Me neither. I, I was, as soon as I saw her name, I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I should know so this. Dumb. I'm a terrible comic uh, but, person. <laughs> well, we're going to... We start, like... Like I said, the the first part of the movie was just with Bat with Batgirl, and it was showing her little little escapades of hers. She was it was raining last time I was here. She was fighting some, like some it was like a mobster thing. It was like a little side additive story. I guess that's the only way you can put it. It was like yeah. kind of introducing you to her more or less. Like people should already know who she is, obviously. Oh yeah, but it was showing a little 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 of the, the little conflict between her and Batman. With Batman is being a little protective of her, not wanting her to go on her own because people that care about you like that like I was acting all too close to her and then Which, he was he was a stupid character that 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 other guy yeah Paris yeah. France what was his name yeah yeah to, to me it was the Paris France that was the, I, I was like what the fuck but uh <laughs> it, it was stupid that I feel like she could have just beat the shit out of him the first time they fought you know what I mean like he wouldn't have stood that much of a chance against her the first time they were fighting each other no way in hell she just beat up three of his goons, and then all of a sudden he's just all of a sudden this badass out of nowhere. Like, I don't know about that. I mean, he was he was a useless character. I mean, it was just a. <clears throat> I think the main part of it, in my opinion, the way I deduced it was to show the conflict between her and Batman, and to show how much that he she is meaning to him, and that it had way more of an impact when she was shot for the for the movie watchers. Like, you know, like it. it it gave us pretty much what everybody else already knows from reading all the comics before Killing Joke. It just gave us more of the feeling like, oh man, it has more of an impact that it happened. Yeah. But, but I mean, for for me, that's you know read this comic years ago. Yeah. And was just like, I mean, I already know what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I mean yeah, so like I said, for the comic book readers already, they already you know like and, you know I mean I wasn't much of a comic book reader, but I already did know. Like I know the I know Bat. Plenty about Batwoman and all the Batgirl and all that. But, right. you know, it was just for the people that maybe didn't, it was just cool to see a, her little backstory of her leading up to her shooting. Like, and, and I get that. That's really awesome. I think that's kind of cool. But I just I just wish the story was a little bit better with that. I just think... Yeah, they could have like they could have done a better story with her. Like, it, it, it was kind of a... She was dealing with chump change at that point. Like, I, thought that, <laughs> I thought that the animation is very... Like, sometimes... Not the animation itself, but the the drawing, not of Batgirl, but like the drawing of like all the other characters in it were just was lazy. Yeah, but I mean, it also kind of you know, I thought to, like the old you know nineties. Uh, well, she looked and, great. Batman, Batman looked Batman great. Looked awesome. The Batmobile, yeah. all of that stuff looked great. But the 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 one guy, whatever his Prince. name was, Prince friend. Prince. Is that his name? The guy, the the pretty was, boy. Yeah. Well, yeah Paris France. What she was fighting with? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he looked weird. Like, his animation was really lazy. Or not lazy, but his drawing. Not animation, I mean. His drawing was lazy, and his, like, goons, they were just, like, bald, completely hairless <laughs> goons. Most of them had that, like, bald... It was one of the first things I said when it showed up, when it came on the screen. I was like, oh, he, they, it looks I weird. Saw, I just saw it as they were just trying to make it look old school still. Like, you know, they were I mean, yeah, and it. I get that. I get it. <laughs> It just was. Uh, I mean, for for the amount of talk and hype that this movie got, that I was expecting a tad more for. But I didn't know for a long time that this that there was going to be a subplot with Batgirl. Right. But I didn't either. I didn't know anything about. It. I just thought it was going to be like a extended killing joke. You know, maybe a little bit more laughs and. I didn't know how they were going to elongate it too, because as soon as I read it, I'm like, this is going to be a short ass movie, dude. Like. Yeah, you know I mean? but it's, it's short. 
I mean, you, if I put this in my bookshelf, I, I probably won't even find it. You know, it's <laughs> just like most of my graphic novels are thick. And uh, this is like the smallest Batman book I own besides Year One, which is right. actually... Was it Year One? No, Earth One, which mm. is a very good book. And I wouldn't mind seeing that in a, um, in a video format, but right. it'll be a while before that happens. And uh, DJ, I did get the... Um, the thing you sent me and that's that's really awesome that is very heath ledger right yeah i just i just showed him it's like on the opposite side like it's like because on this one he's holding it like like this and i think on that one he's holding it no i'm talking about that one that i just showed you though oh that okay i thought you were talking about the this picture that's really cool no that when i when i sent through that one it is on the right side i just i remembered i had to reverse it for that oh okay and i really like uh the jason todd you know (laughs) <laughs> photo in this one right next to it where you got his ass whooped yeah oh yeah well, they also, but they also have if you look in that photo at the very bottom left side you see from under the red hoods joker yeah oh really that's not the same joker from nah, the story no not hmm. at all it's under the red hood interesting no there's so, like they they did to uh, what story uh, is the one where Batman gets his ass kicked or I'm sorry not Batman uh, Robin gets killed like that under the Red Hood is it under the Red Hood do they have a yeah. movie about that yeah I want to watch that. these guys are talking oh, man, about right now, our listeners right now they're talking there's a scene in the movie where Batman's in the Batcave and he has like all these pictures of Jokers like different variations and you can see different Jokers from different story arcs which is kind of cool like yeah, that's really what neat. But I think my favorite scene from the beginning part of this movie has to be when Batman, like, he it's like right in the beginning chase, Batman has that guy in his hands. He's like, I need some alone time, and then Batgirl's like, okay. But I was like, I was like, could you imagine a Batman staring into your face as his enemy saying that to you? Like, that would be absolutely horrifying. Oh, oh yeah, man. I need some alone. I, I would time. never, I would never do anything to piss Batman off. Oh, I'll tell you whatever. I, you don't need to take me anywhere. It's okay. <laughs> Just, else. just that one, one hit punch me, dude. Like, just knock me out, man. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to feel this. I already know you already put the fear in me. I don't want to deal with this. Anymore. We need no alone time, Batman. I assure you. <laughs> yeah, we're we're good. We're good, dude. I promise. I just would not <laughs> like to be on the other side of that. Right. No, yeah. No, not, life. Just like I, it was almost to the, it's almost to the same amount of fear of when, in Batman versus Superman, when Lex takes Superman's mom, and then he shows her, that, and he goes, Whoa! and his eyes turn red. I'm like, oh. She's, like, how is Lex looking she? at that smiling? Like, I would be like, fuck! <laughs> I would be like, I would, Yeah, I would never. <laughs> I still laugh about that movie. Did you watch the <laughs> Ultimate Edition? No, I haven't. It's I haven't great. Is it? Does it do the movie a little bit more justice? It does. It, does. It's it really ties good. it together better. Like, it has... Oh, man. It, it's like, it's so minuscule, but it, yeah, it's at the same time, it makes it so... It's it a half fits. hour of movie, like, and they, you know what I mean? They added it's, it's almost like three you were hours. missing the pieces of a puzzle. Okay. And you can well, see, maybe. You, you can see the whole puzzle. You knew what it was, but now with the couple puzzle pieces put in, it's complete. If that makes well, maybe, sense. Yeah, well, definitely, I have to go and actually uh, force myself to watch that movie again. Like, it's <laughs> definitely put it perfectly. Worth it. He said, in the movie theater, we were like, man, this is long, man. Like, this is taking forever. When we sat down on the couch and watched the Ultimate Edition, we were not like, holy shit, three hours. Like, it was a fucking fast three hours. Like, 
Really? Yeah, like it the didn't, movie just moved quicker. It just it it moved. It just it was it was that much more enticing because we, I mean, it, that movie's fresh. You know what I mean? It's fresh in our heads more so than than anything. When we sat down, we were like, "Fuck, this is gonna be long." Like we thought we were gonna have to watch it in two sittings, but it, we just flew right through. But it. we, yeah, absolutely no no trouble at all. They added enough in there to keep our attention that we were like we were like, "Oh, we didn't remember that." Like that was cool. And then and then certain scenes happen at different times, and, and it's just cool. It makes way more sense. See, then why did they... I don't understand. they're idiots. I, they might as well have just said, okay, what's this, this is going to be a long fucking movie. Listen, yeah, the, day that, three hour movie. That's the day that... The, the day that the Ultimate Edition came out, or the next day, something like that, Twitter was all a... Nothing but apologies to Zack Snyder, because that was, that was the movie Zack Snyder wanted to put out, but Warner Brothers was like, nah, we're going to put out this, uh, this uh, version. Man. You know what I mean? So it wasn't Zack Snyder's fault. Like, this is the director's cut. I guess after the podcast, I'll have to go out and uh, pick it up and uh, <laughs> and burn three hours to watch it. It's worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth, worth it. it. Now, he's going to fucking text us in two if days. If you don't like it, DJ will pay for your movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, sweet. I like that <laughs> idea. He's going to text us and be like, you fuckers, I watched this movie and now I can't get a U-Haul. Yeah, right. <laughs> I already got about $300 for that U-Haul. I'm pretty good. You, you should be all right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I've never taken a U-Haul more than 10 minutes. Uh, it's gonna be an hour, but they. My girl looked up the the times for that, and I know we're all sided on this, but yeah, that's gonna be a good. Uh, so that's like one hundred and seventy dollars a day. Yeah, well, that's not too terrible. Yeah, we, when I had to, we brought it here from Washington, Washington, Pennsylvania, it was a couple hours to drive with it. Oh yeah, I guess I was part of that. I forgot about that. Yeah, but uh, all right, back to Killing Joke. <laughs> on that side note. <laughs> So yeah, where so, do we leave off? We're just saying that in the, the first part of the movie was not in the comic, in the graphic graphic novel, but as soon as soon as the scene hits where Batman is shown, he sees that crime scene with all the guys that are smiling in that room, and they were saying that yeah, these guys were dead for like two years or something, yeah, or whatever, and then uh, and then right after that is where it's it picked up on the on the graphic novel and it was pretty much word for word, panel for panel for the rest really? of the entire movie. You know what? I did notice something, and uh, and it was during the um, the bar scene where Joker was, you know, getting ready to do his um, his crime, his flashback. His yeah, well, it was during his flashback, and let me see what page. There's a couple. Were there eating the the, the crawfish? No, not the crawl, not the crawfish, but the next one over where the cops actually come into the bar. Oh yeah. And the cops, um, they ask, you know, they show the picture, and the bartender, uh, Joe, mm-hmm. didn't add that in the movie. I didn't notice that. I was like, now, oh. They did talk to the bartender, but it was very brief, and they also didn't explain. Like we saw the conversation between the cop and Joker, but in the right. comic, in the in the movie, it was just like. Silent. He saw them, and he was like, "Oh no!" And then, and then he told the guys what happened. Yeah, which I mean, that's I not. Kinda, I still wish they would have like added it, you know, to the movie. But I think that you know, but overall, you did get to see Joker in a different point of view, you know. And, yeah. And I think for people human. that yeah, for people that have never well actually read this book or be like, "Oh, Joker's just some unknown." He was, I mean, he was around. Right. I, mean, I see. I thought for years that this movie, that this story revealed Joker's name, but I guess no. it did not. There's not anything that has revealed the Joker's name, as far as I know. If well, you, they, I mean, if you search they do it, say Joe. They do say Joe. No, they says he says uh, Joe. I think he was talking to his partner because there was cops there. He had no idea who he was 
you know, like that guy saying, oh, Joe, there's cops here. And he was talking to his partner because he's touching the guy with the bowler hat. And on the next panel over, you can see the guy with the bowler hat is holding his hat down. Okay, yeah, you're right. Well, shit. They, it still wasn't in the movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, see, if you know. Google what is the Joker's real name... Oh, never mind. But there's yeah, so like many... Jack Napier. Jack Napier, it. yeah, that's the one that you really get. There are so many different... There's a couple different parts. Like, a couple of the pages were flip-flopped. You know, like, the part with Gordon. And then and the part where Batman is investigating with the poster. They kind of went back and forth with that instead of it being all on one page and then all on the next page, which makes sense, actually. But we didn't see the Penguin. In the, comic, in the graphic novel, he talks to the Penguin... But we didn't see him in the movie. Yeah, sure, he does. I was kind of looking forward. I was like, no, hell yeah, we're going to see the Penguin, but he wasn't in it. They probably, they probably deemed it unnecessary. Yeah, but also the first 20 minutes was unnecessary, too. But, you know, we were. Hey. We <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe it'll be part of, maybe there'll be deleted scenes in the DVD, I don't know. And I, they also added fight scenes, too, obviously, like, you know, like... So they're going to have to add fight scenes. Yeah, they had to. Like Batman didn't fight all those carnies when he got to the carnival in the in the book. He didn't fight them, but in yeah. the, in the movie they did. And there was a Wolfman that wasn't in the comic books too. But that is true. He wasn't there. I can accept it. But those little uh fucking those guys are creepy. The creepy, the creepy little fucks. Yeah. Yeah, they look quite a deal creepier in the in the graphic novel, but still. Oh yes, they are. They are frightening in this graphic novel. Oh, yeah. That would that would give me nightmares if I actually woke up and saw these that. three little yeah these three little shits in my face oh man I'm done because look at this, this guy's ripped as shit like this little baby guy is ripped in the bottom left panel what's <laughs> 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 you mean this one right here yeah, yeah. that thing is ridiculous. <laughs> just ripping his little ripped midget with wings ripping my pants off like that's I know he is going to town and, and you just that's just something you see in like a really bad porn it's just yeah. Uh, Bad, bad, Some bad, would say bad. a really good porn, but well, it teaches them. Some What's your stance on midget porn? <laughs> <laughs> a nice okay, slow plunge. I'm sure one of these listeners like it out there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like, mean, if, yeah. all right, and if they do, and if they do, more power to you, man. They right. needed love too. Welcome to this week's episode of Midget Porn Talk Lips. <laughs> but yeah, so like, oh, we, I'm, an, I'm an expert in this stuff. You didn't know that. <laughs> Now the we saw in the trailer the trailer for Killing Joke was the jail scene with him and the Joker, which ended up not being the Joker, some other guy that the Joker was using as a patsy. But that scene that scene was absolutely pan. That whole scene was perfect the, to the smears on his face. The guy even looked exactly the same. The lighting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did a really good job. Yeah, and then when Joker when he shook hands with that guy selling him the carnival. And they turned him in that smile. That was so good. I loved it. That smile was creepy as hell. That Joker gas is horrifying. Yeah, man. I, I just, like, it, does it kill you? Like, it must kill you like instantly. It has yeah. to. Yeah, it's like you just smile to death. Like that's crazy to think about. To even be able to come up. <laughs> uh, it's it's it was good. I mean, I I, I mean, I kind of wish they kind of went into a little bit of a different direction for it. Because I didn't want it to be exactly like the comic book. I mean, right. there's people that, that want word for word to a movie from a comic book. And, you know, me, I really don't. Because I like to kind of go back and like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm glad. It's, I like how they did this differently than this. And yeah. I can understand now, that. Did you, did you mention, like, Joker had a hat when yeah, he was yeah. buying the carnival? Yeah, in the, in, the, in the carnival in the movie, he was wearing a hat when he was talking to that guy the whole time. But in the comic, he was not wearing a hat. 
That's true. It's weird. Which I, I wish he wasn't because I like the, seeing his green hair. Really makes it that much more just you know it's the Joker. Well, they really didn't give him like it didn't look green in the in the movie. It yeah, really, it didn't really. It's like really dark. I mean, you had a highlight <clears throat> green. That was about it. That's all you really had going for it. But yeah, you're right. Uh, but he did have the hat though. He did have the hat and mm-hmm. the um, when he was meeting with the uh, the guy. Where? They also that scene with uh in the Batcave with all the pictures on on his computer. Mm-hmm. They added that just for the movie. Like he's in it, and there's still the scene in the comic, but it's all one picture of the Joker. It's just him smiling, unknown, unknown, unknown. But I think they did that to the movie to add those different Jokers just to right for the people to be like, holy shit, that's that Joker. Like, right, pretty much exactly what we just did. Dude, they even had it. They even had it almost <laughs> as exact like to the to the news clipping that. Jim Gordon was cutting out. Yeah, it was exactly the same. Yeah. Very detail-oriented. And Now, I believe... I like the way Barbara Gordon looked better in the movie than in the comic, because she looks kind of weird creepy in the graphic <laughs> novel. Like that smile and that bushy hair. I don't... Oh, man, that was the that was the hairstyle in the 80s, dude. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> but, okay, here's my thing about it. Why was this movie rated R? That's exactly what I said to Deej. I'm like... As soon as that scene happened with the naked pictures, you know, you didn't see anything. But I was like, I don't see why this had to be rated R. Like, they said piss. They said they didn't say shit or fuck. They didn't say anything too bad. I mean, you saw a couple bullets go through some heads. Like, I don't know. But this animation. I know animation can get away with more before it has to become rated R. R. I think it would have been a strong PG-13. Yeah, it could have been very well. There was only, like, two bullets to the head in it. Yeah, I know. I was thinking to myself, okay... I agree that that was a point I pointed out real quick. I'm like, this didn't need to be rated R. PG-13 would have sufficed. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what really sold people on this was like, oh, it's the first rated R Batman film. Yeah. Batman Dark Knight Returns was a little bit more darker than this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> there you go. You got the uh, damaged Joker. Yeah. <laughs> I love this shirt, dude. It's awesome. Then we uh, get to the the, the ever famous scene. Of Joker shooting Batwoman, Batgirl, I mean, in the spine. Which was great, dude. They nailed that. Like, the yeah, that scene. Uh, like, just being, imagine being Gordon in that. Like, he went through some shit in this issue. Like, Yeah, he did. He didn't, uh, he didn't have a good day. <laughs> all it takes, man. One bad day. <laughs> One bad day. I feel like that all the time at work. <laughs> And Joker's known for, you know, he, he already shot his daughter and paralyzed her, but then he's like, you know what, I'm also going to take naked pictures of her, too. Like, He just always pushes it. He has to push it past the limit every single time. But, uh, that, but Deej, that's the Joker. You, yeah, exactly. Uh, I know you had gotten up, but I don't know if you heard me and Lane talking about it. We just didn't understand why this movie was rated R. Yeah. I completely agree with you. The only thing... I mean, there was blood. That was it. There was quite a lot of. There was quite a bit more blood from Barbara Gordon than there even is in the comic book. But there was almost no reason for it to be rated R. No, PG thirteen would have been fine. Yeah, a, a real strong PG thirteen. I mean, like Lane and I were just talking. Um, I mean, it was really only two bullets to the head. That was it. No. Yeah. No. Right. I mean, I really thought for a second you were like, okay, you're going to get to see Barbara Gordon naked. You didn't see Barbara. We Gordon didn't. Naked. No. Dude, you didn't, they didn't even include the very last panel in the entire book. You just were left to assume that he does do that, but... Does what? The very the very last panel of the book. Talk about what 
That that epilogue thing? No, this one. You did see that. You just see him like holding that. I understand to the point that that's him like trudging something into his chest. No, that's just him holding him and laughing. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, okay. Okay. Exactly. See, I thought that that was him killing him. If, like, no. If you look, he's you see Batman smiling. Yeah. It was yeah, so weird hearing Batman laugh. Movie. Yeah, Batman was cracking up at the end of that movie, but. Yeah, I, go ahead. I mean, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy, best best two people for the voices. Agreed. Hands down. I think everybody can agree on that. Mark Hamill is an amazing Joker. And I just love Joker's choice of attire for the death of Barbara, or like the shooting of Barbara Gordon. Like, <laughs> that Hawaiian shirt with the khaki shorts. <laughs> I never understood that. It was just like, where, where were you? what were you doing? This what is a vacation going? to him as far as he knows, as far as he's concerned. <laughs> what was he doing prior to the, like he's like I'm gonna go kill Barbara Gordon or shoot her it's like I'm gonna put this on it's like this is perfect all of his goons are like yeah you like do it they're, awesome. their normal, they're normal shit yeah. and here they come here comes Joker with his uh his fucking granddad shorts on and everything it's weird that Hawaiian shirt and sweet hat maybe but he just I, saw it fit to be in that outfit to take pictures yeah, yeah, that's actually a touristy like a vacation, uh, man. But them eyes, his eyes that were glowing, man, that was creepy. Still yeah. is, still creepy looking at you know each panel here by looking at the book. And it was cool. Uh, the flashbacks were awesome. Seeing the Joker before he was the Joker, he's kind of pathetic. He really was. <laughs> you know, he's just a <laughs> pathetic loser. Mm. Yeah. Alan Moore and Brian Boland. They did a great job on this. Agreed. Now, it makes me want to read Watchmen. Because I've never read Watchmen. I mean, I just, I never really understood why Watchmen was as good as it was. I just, I tried to read it and I just can't get through it. Can't. Can't. Can't do it. You want to talk about some old school artwork. Yeah. Let me tell you, I, I did pick this up. I went over to the uh, shelf, and it is this book right here. The Green Arrow and Green Lantern book. Neil Adams uh, and um, Dennis O'Neill. Is that, uh, Sheldon Cooper on Big Bang wears a shirt just like that. It has yeah, it. You, this right here was like... Um, I think probably, it's huge. Yeah, it's just a collection of uh, all the comics that they did. Uh, most yeah. of them. That's cool. But, the artwork that Neil Adams actually got to meet Neil Adams. He's really awesome, dude, mm-hmm. and he's such a great artist. He really, if you want to talk about like in the seventies, man, this dude really captured like facial expressions and and in the old Scott uh, old style of um, writing and right. Wow, that's some old style. That's old it. school. Yeah, and hold I on. have a, I have longbow hunters. Have you ever heard of longbow hunters? Uh huh. Green Lantern or Green Arrow longbow hunters. It's pretty old, too. But here's, you know, everybody knows about this controversial uh, cover. Oh, yeah. Yep, Neil Adams did this cover. Here, move it up a little bit. Yeah, it's like him doing heroin. They talk about it on Comic Book Man. Yep. That's uh, that's Roy Harper, right? Yep. Speedy. Speedy. I mean, it's just, it's crazy, dude. This was... See, they could be turning any of this stuff into movies now. You know what I mean? Like, all the old school shit we've seen. It's just, it, Killing Joke just opens the door for so much 
so much more. I'll tell you, all right. <laughs> I know, this is this this whole cover cracks me up. By the way, Green Lantern says you always have the answers, Green Arrow. Well, what's your answer to that? <laughs> My word, Speedy is a junkie. <laughs> it's just like, oh no, you caught me doing heroin. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call me Speedy. <laughs> and it's like DC attacks use greatest problem drugs. Wow. I mean, uh, was. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't alive around this time, but really, was heroin like that big of a thing? Was it just like, yes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, just, it's fucking wild. <laughs> then, I know one little difference, like the scene where they're in the hospital. Like, it's not a huge difference, but I noticed it. It was when Batman was left alone with Barbara in the hospital when she was out. And he goes, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then she goes, Batman. In the movie, she says, Batman, Batman. But in the comic, she says, Bruce, Bruce. Like it's it's just funny that they chose to, like we're not gonna say Bruce in the movie. We're gonna say yeah. Batman. Like who who is Batman again? What's 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 his uh, actual real name? I think we need to hear his origin story because I don't remember. Right. <laughs> I mean, what what happened? Did he get bit by a radioactive bat? Yeah. <laughs> Batman, oh. Batman. So what did you think of uh, the the musical number? I mean, I, I felt like it was like the classic '90s cartoon, which was pretty perfect. Cool. So it's always cool when they do that. And hearing Mark Hamill sing it was just awesome. Oh, he does everything, man. He's the best. I need to meet that dude. You yeah, know, dude. he like he charges so much to meet him. Oh, I guarantee it. Right. He charges a hundred bucks. Really, dude? Stephen yeah. Amell, even Stephen Amell charges fucking sixty dollars to. To take a picture with him. Really? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Like, if I was a celebrity, I wouldn't do stuff like that. Uh, I guess. You know, I'd well, want to meet people. You know, I mean, I'm already rich. Why the hell do I need $60 from you to meet you? Like, that's just I don't my. Know, man. Maybe it kind of, like, kind of, like, lowers the line, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it does suck that, you know, you want to meet these people and, you know, you're excited to meet them. And next thing you know, it's like, oh. Then you paid for it. Like, it's not I the, paid to meet this guy. Yeah, I mean, like, like I, I paid to meet Tech Nine because I got the VIP passes and for mm-hmm. a, a rap show, and I got autographs and stuff. But it was, it was, but getting an autograph when you pay for it, but getting an autograph just out of like random, like if you just randomly came across Steven and Mellon got an autograph, it would just mean that much more to you, I think. Like, yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, but I, I mean, I guess I get it from a standpoint, man, because um, I mean. That'd be sweet if someone paid sixty dollars to get my autograph. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but you don't also, you're not also getting week to week paychecks from your multi million dollar TV series. That is very true. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a lot of its agent thing. I think you know, like they, they require them to do it. Like, right? Because like yeah, ac- actors don't do much without their agents. You know what I mean? Like they won't do much of anything. It's probably like a PR thing. Yeah. But whatever. It just sucks. But I mean, like it, when I went and saw the Trailer Park Boys live, dude, they caught they were charging forty dollars per Trailer Park Boy, but you could only see them all three at the same time. What? So it cost one hundred twenty bucks. Oh no! It was absurd. Like, and there were there were, there was a whole line of people that just willingly paid one hundred twenty dollars to go meet them, and I'm like, fuck that. See, it just I don't know. I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't pay the money to do that. Not that I mean, even if I had the money, I wouldn't feel like. I shouldn't have to. Like, it, it makes it takes it out of 
like they, do they really care about the fans, or they just care about your sixty hundred twenty dollars you're about to hand over? Like, you know, I don't. I don't. That's just my opinion. I I agree with you. And um, what my friend of mine told me this a long time ago. He actually got to meet Seth Green and um, you know, Seth MacFarlane, mm, all those guys from Family Guy. And I think they're they only got to talk for like fifteen minutes and didn't have to go. And they stare like, fuck that. You know, these people paid to see us. We're going to talk to them and sign autographs. Right. Which, that's awesome, dude. That's that's really cool. But, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, would Seth MacFarlane do that now? I don't know. <laughs> right. This was, this was years ago, man, when he told me this. But that that would be cool. I would like to meet Seth MacFarlane. He's, a, he's, he's talented. He's a Dan Castellaneta of the modern age. Yeah, well, yeah, but the Killing Joke was very, very dark. And it's a very dark comic. Like, that's fucked up. What he does to Jim with the pictures of her after already—that shit's messed up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that would be hard to see for any dad. Hell yeah. You guys are the dads, not me. <laughs> oh, that'd be hard. I have no children. Yeah, I'm sure you have something that has some sentimental value. What if you saw it naked? Like your mother or your aunt or your cousin? You know, something. A sister. <laughs> comic books. I don't have a sister. Well, <laughs> if, my, if my brother was naked, uh You'd be like, get it away! <laughs> Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> It'd be more torturous. Just, he'd probably be laughing, too. He'd be like, yeah! <laughs> Good job, Joker. <laughs> you shot my brother. <laughs> nah, me and my brother are cool. That was mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess, uh, I mean, if it was my girlfriend that, that it happened to, I'd be pissed. Yeah, like, that'd be tough. Like, right. But... <laughs> but you also see your girlfriend naked. Like Jim, I'm pretty sure Jim hasn't seen his daughter naked like that since she was a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You know when he was scrubbing in the bathtub or the sink, whatever. whatever. Yeah. But then they get to another flashback scene where you see Joker puts on the red, the red mask, the red hood costume, which is yeah. crazy. It was cool to see that. I haven't seen much about that, and I know there's other adaptations of that, right? Yeah, we got to watch her under the red hood. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually really good. Um, it might be on Netflix. Um, I think it is. There's a few. It used to be on Netflix for sure. Uh, let me uh, pull it up on my phone right now because I, I was have... just about to do the same exact thing. I got you covered, man. But you know that scene, like Batman has actually chased that guy into the water. I wonder if Batman knows that the guy that he chased into the water is the one that became the Joker. Because Batman shows up and then he scares the guy, the guy falls over and then he turns into the Joker. But I don't think Batman knows that. No, I think so. But that scene was ama- that scene was amazing. When the Joker comes out of the water and he starts laughing and he just has his hands in his hair and his eyes are like bleeding. Yeah, I, I think I mean there's so many other stories that actually depict that, you know, Bruce Wayne and um, Joker you know, before the Joker had met each other, that that red hood scene has been played, you know, quite a few times. Right. It's not as you know played as uh, the origin story of Batman, but it uh, it's it's pretty high up there with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've already seen it. it's like, oh, okay, the red hood falls in some acid. Oh man, he turns into Joker. Good, here we go, we got it. Right. Well, like in this one, it was like he wasn't even the red hood; he was just a one of the few that had worn the red hood. Yep. But and I think. That story though is actually is Joker as the Red Hood. Like that's what. You know, I wonder if there's like a theory on that. Maybe there's more than one Joker. That's what they try to make you think on Gotham, I think. Dude, like, that's what I just actually I have two things in 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 
whenever we were talking about the Joker's name just a little bit ago, I was Googling something. And remember when Batman sits in the Morbius chair mm-hmm. and gets that, oh, they're, you know, that's that's not possible line? Yeah, when he becomes Batgirl. That's the moment that they released that there were three Jokers in the DC universe. You know what I mean? Before New 52 was reset by Rebirth. Um, and on Gotham, I had just heard that at San Diego Comic-Con, they... Told, they said on the Gotham panel that Jerome is going to be revived. Huh. You know what I mean? So, like, now he's going to be the Joker. Like, the the official one. So, I... Yeah, because you've heard it a different way. Like, the the Joker is more of an idea than as a single person. Like, yeah. there's always going to be Joker, regardless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. It's crazy, man. It's really crazy. I don't know. Or just have to... Like I said, you, you saw, you've seen that comic panel of when Batman becomes the Bat-God, right? Uh, no. No, I haven't. Well, this is one of the comics where he, like, he says in the Morbius chair or whatever, and he becomes a Bat-God. He can ask any ask any questions he can do. He is all-powerful. He's pretty much Batman with God powers now. And, is it, like, it was part of, like, late New 52 or what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, one of the last yeah, things yeah. they did. Well, he sits in the chair, and, he, and the chair can answer any question he asks it, so... First question is who killed my parents, and then it answered it, which was the actual answer. And he goes, "Okay, Joe Chill." Yeah, he's like, "I'm just making sure." You know, he was like testing it, I guess. And then he goes, "Okay, now who is the Joker?" And then it just shows Batman says, "Uh, no, it, it can't be. Like, and it's not possible." And then that's all we hear. You don't get any answer as a reader, which is infuriating because you're like, "Fuck," because <laughs> they're never gonna fucking say it. <laughs> no, for the last since '80s, you're not gonna. You're well, no, then in the rebirth. Thing that had that picture of three jokers yeah but even in yeah I mean, but i mean i don't know it just because in arkham knight the video game there was like six different kinds of jokers because joker joker had a certain type of poison that turned other people into jokers right but i, I still feel like there's one main joker though like, oh yeah i yeah i know it's just it's too much it it's a complicated it's complicated <laughs> Oh, you, you did send... Yeah, you sent me the uh, cover of the DVD or Blu-ray. I did, yeah. Yeah, it's spot on. Spot on to oh, the uh, graphic novel. It looks uh, great, yeah. yeah. Spot on. Nice and polished. Like, dude, I love that panel right there. It looks yeah. awesome. See, see, I kind of wish they would do the whole... I wish they would have done the animation like this. That would have been cool, man. Like, Oh, they, like all 3D animated and shit? Well, not, not necessarily 3D animated, but like how like the shadows and, and coloring... To this, to this cover, right? I think they would have done it like that, man. It would have been a like, really, really dark comic or grab whatever movie, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Graphic novel comic, but, but I think it, that would have been cool. I think they would that would have been really awesome if they did that. It's funny, and I have always thought it was funny, but the Joker always seems to get some type of hand above the Batman somehow, like. No, no other villain's gonna be able to surprise Batman with a squirt bottle full of acid and shoot him in the arm. Like, you know, only the Joker can always come up with these ways to actually harm Batman. It's not too easy to do, but he always finds a fucking way. It's crazy. Which is like the stupidest of things, like you know, things that you shouldn't fall for. Yeah, it's Batman. You know, he 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 doesn't fall for that kind of crap. And then, like in this book, at the end, right when he's got a gun pointed at Batman, it ends up not being. Yeah, it says bang, bang, bang. He goes, oh well, shit. <laughs> And I was like, oh, there, that, that was your rated R point right there. Oh, yeah. Said shit. Yeah, there it is. 
Slap the label on it, guys. Mm-hmm. That so that's, shit. that's the same thing with Batman v Superman: The Ultimate Edition. It got an R rating for one. Uh, so they said fuck one time. Yeah, and you saw Ben Affleck's butt cheeks. What Ben Affleck's butt cheeks? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, you get a yeah. you get a bit of a you so get I'm a bit not, of a shower I'm not, scene. I'm not ruining too much, but <laughs> I was talking to a girl at work, and I was like, it's funny because it's like because like it's just a scene in the bat, and he's like in the shower, and it shows his entire back, and it like pans down to his ass. And then the scene changes. It's a very short scene. But it was almost like Ben Affleck's like, I've worked hard for this ass. You're going to fucking show in this movie. <laughs> I mean, he did. He yeah. did. And you know what? If I worked as hard as Batman or Ben Affleck, I would do it too. Yeah, but you're showing this ass. I, I put hours into this back muscles and ass muscles. I'm getting People are seeing it. <laughs> I mean, you saw how he worked out in that movie. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. So, yeah, he does work out pretty goddamn hard. I mean, I'm going to show a little ass too. Yeah, I mean, not like not like Flash's bulge that's behind me, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Alex Ross. <laughs> what you should do is just put like a big old sensor bar across it. <laughs> yes, girlfriend's gonna be like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, "Yeah, hey, our friends pointed out like there's nothing but nuts in this photo." <laughs> like, I don't like to be compared. <laughs> he makes me feel bad about myself. I mean, he's doing good for himself. He's doing good for himself. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, I mean, he is wearing skin-tight clothing, so... I, mean. I like this panel here, for some reason. The scene right after Batman catches himself from the on the spikes. Well, the, when he's running away from the hole. There's no page numbers, but it's when he's in the maze. His shadow looks just like a battering. Yeah, oh yeah, I noticed that too when I was reading like, that's that. That's cool. Sweet. Like, just cool looking, the way that they did that. When he's running through the funhouse. Oh, uh, yeah. he says, uh, God, you make me want to puke. Yeah, and I just like the way that the way they made a shadow look just like a battering, and it's, it's, just, it's cool to me. Simple. Cool. And then the little, they have like little details yeah, you don't really notice until someone points it out. And you can tell this movie was old as shit. Look at the microphone that the Joker has in the next page. Oh, it's like a Bob Barker microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some good stuff right there, Bob Barker. And then they fight and. And somehow, like, again, the Joker hits Batman over the head with a piece of wood. Like, you know how many guys Batman has fought that have not been able to do that? That are, But the Joker always has, he just somehow does it. Like, I don't understand it. So, that movie's not on Netflix, but it's totally on Yiffy. Under the Red. I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've watched that. It was on Netflix at one point. It was, and it's very good. It didn't have Mark Hamill's voice as uh, Joker, though. Neil Patrick Harris is in it? Yeah, he played uh, Dick Grayson. <laughs> That's a, dude, there's a, I saw another movie where Neil Patrick Harris played The Flash. Uh, which was, uh, I think, Flashpoint Paradox? No, no, no. It was Justice League New Frontier. New Frontier. It was so weird. I didn't, you know what? I mean, it's the classic uh, you know, style, but I did not like that movie. I, I thought it was okay. It was, Batman was really weird in that movie. I love the whole like Golden Age uh, drawings, but... That ending where Superman was like, oh, he's in the ocean. Like, oh, no, Superman's gone. And here comes Aquaman. I'm Aquaman. Here's Superman. I got this guy. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's awesome. We're going to have him as a team member now. Yeah. I don't think I watched that. No, you haven't. It's a, the movie's a, the storyline's a little bit lackluster. It's cool, though. Like, But what they're, <laughs> what they're fighting does not need the amount of people, like the amount no. of heroes that they have. Like, Superman could have easily handled it himself. Right. But he got fucking smacked. Yeah, like it, it's into the ocean. Cool movie. It looks it looks amazing, but they they try to fit almost every origin story for all the heroes like in one film. Right. It's weird. 
They even had like the thunderbolts and all of them shit. I don't know. It was so stupid. <laughs> and like like DJ. Yeah, like DJ mentioned earlier, it was when Joker pulls out the gun and it says click, 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 like the little flag comes out of it. Only the Joker would present himself with a situation like that. (laughs) He set himself up for that situation. Only the Joker. It's just crazy. Yeah. It wasn't the Thunderbolts, by the way. (laughs) But yes, that is funny. I was thinking, um, that's Marvel. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, if you get a chance to watch that lane, check out New Frontier. I will. Yeah, I've watched, like, you watch Justice League War? Uh, did I watch War? Yes. That's the one at the beginning where Superman fights against Green Lantern and Batman. Yeah, which was basically the origin story to New 52. Yeah, I liked that movie. That movie was, the animation was awesome. Oh, it was was phenomenal. And I I liked that one because, like, it was different from the comic book. Yeah. I liked how Batman took off the Green Lantern's ring, and he was like, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, that actually, that happened in the comic, too. That was really cool. Like, you can't do that again. He goes, I could if I wanted to, or some shit like that. I'm like, ha <laughs> Dude, which reminds me, Brandon, if you remember, before we get off, before we end this call with you today, I have a question to ask you about Green Lantern. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, like I said, it was just a short, short graphic novel, short movie. It just, it just showed an intense thing between Batman and Joker, and you get to see Batman laugh, which was an interesting... Yeah. I guess that panel right there is this. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. But the Joker tells a joke, and then the Batman and the Joker laugh. Like, I'm, but I'm so like you said, it just ends ends so abruptly. Like, I'm so curious as to what happens after this. Like, we led to believe that he actually took him in by the book. Like, did he like? Did he like? Okay, like when they pull up the Arkham's, like, okay, Joker, you're here. <laughs> that one joke you said was super funny. Just walk back into Arkham. Everything's fine. Maybe after this is what leads to the Arkham Arkham Asylum game. I don't know. That's a whole different. <laughs> I know. I just I just want to I just want to say that because the, the way uh, he walks the way he walks into Arkham in the beginning of this reminds me of the first Arkham game. The way he walks in and he's like, "Oh, the Joker has escaped and got all the inmates out." I'm like, "Oh shit!" But you know what? I did like, you know, speaking of inmates, um, I did like the the beginning intro to this where in the movie form where you saw. You know, you see Harvey Dent in the comic, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm at the, I'm at the bar." Like you yeah. see, me. here I am. But he was like scratching yeah. away because his coin was on the ground, and I like how he was like scraping. Like you could see, like he put some like. He was so scratching that door. That. Yeah, he's so addicted to that coin, and that right there, like, was like fucking cool, man. That was yeah, that really was cool. That was. Yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish they would have done that in a comic book. But I mean, you really can't see someone scratching away when you're behind bars, I guess. You know. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, all in all, I like I like the story. I like. I thought the movie was great. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. How are you? Are you mad that you had to? Like, are you mad enough about the beginning of it that you had to pay for it? That's uh, dope, dude. Wait, take that cover off again. Oh, you didn't. You didn't see the cover. Well, yours is has color on it. Yeah, that's weird. That's awesome. Mine doesn't. Well, mine has the I, mine has. It's like embossed and shit, but I don't have any color. Look at this black. This is this is an older um, version of the book. Did you get the the other green inside here? No, See, his oh, it just looks like this. Like it's, it has the same picture, but it's just black. Like it's just see. indented instead of colored. Oh, that's interesting. Well, this one right here uh, was the reprint of like two thousand eight. 
So is mine, but I just I just bought this. Like, hang on, let me see. Mine's black on the inside instead of green. That's interesting. That's so cool looking. That is cool looking. Well, usually they have like a, um, I guess how I many what edition this is? But well, I mean it's deluxe edition. What if yours is like a misprint? It's like worth thousands of dollars. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be cool because I only paid like nine dollars for it. Yeah. Nine dollars? <laughs> I just paid eighteen for mine. Yeah, I bought this used at uh, one of the comic book shops around here. Long. Now this is actually uh, first printing. Oh, is it a first print? Thoughts yeah, it's first print. Yeah. Yours? Uh, how do you find that out, Brandon? If you okay, if you look uh, inside, right under the uh, little credits right here. Right. Um, look at the very bottom. And it says DC Comics, uh, 1700 Broadway, New York, NY. And you look at the very bottom, next to print it in Canada or wherever com- or whatever country, they'll say what printing it is. 17th printing. Oh, yeah, I have Jesus the 17th printing. <laughs> so I have, I have the actual first printing of the graphic novel of Batman is the Killing Joke. Keep that safe, man, keep it. Yeah, well, I mean, the only problem is I gotta get this shit off. Whoever fucking put that sticker on there. Oh yeah. But you think, you think being a comic book store, you would know not to fucking do that? No, uh, there's no that comic book store's stupid anyway. Th- <laughs> they've, yeah. they've been around forever. Yeah, but like, if you're a comic book owner, store owner, and then you you just know not to put a sticker on anything that's a comic book. Like that. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, I would be like that once. Once one day when I open up my comic book store and I can read comic books and never have to buy them. <laughs> you can come. You can come down here with us and open it, and we'll open it together. Because that's. Right. <laughs> I mean, my girlfriend wants to leave uh, Virginia so bad. Yeah, you don't want to come here though. Nah, probably, you're probably right. She's like, I want to be near the beach and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, we have a beach here, but. No. Connected to a lake. A lake with sand on it. <laughs> They dump sand in front of a lake. It's like this is the beach. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's a, I'm like, wow. There's wide open ocean there, bud. <laughs> well, if you can, my buddy Gavin uh, floated across the lake in less than an hour. Oh, man, so, he went across that ocean. Yeah, yeah. It's the first man in history. Like just literally, he was on a floaty and he was using his hands, and he made it across there with within like I think it took him like 35 minutes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. Back within the hour, I was like, "That's." I mean, why was that even like? Did he just be like, "Okay, this is a good idea"? I I don't know. It was a long time ago. Oh. But he's a weirdo. But anyway, yeah, so like, no, I was just gonna say the exact same thing. I said I, I really liked everything, and I I don't really think there's a whole, whole lot more to talk about. There's. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we didn't. It's not much at all. It's a short book, so we're obviously we can't go too much. In there the wasn't near as much to talk about in this uh, comparison than there was to the Flashpoint and Flashpoint Paradox. There's a lot more happened in the Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, like that graphic. Star Wars. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, well. <laughs> Four hour plus episode. <laughs> Dude, I can't. We're getting all of you guys back in for the Rogue One cast, and oh, yes, it's gonna be nuts. <laughs> I can't wait for the new trailer to release with Darth Vader in it. Oh man, yeah, I want to make sure um, I put like a red light in my man cave because I'll have my own little room or mm-hmm. basically my little studio, whatever. <laughs> I'm playing my video games. That's what I call yeah. my studio. Don't bother. Uh, 
I'm gonna put the red light on so my girlfriend don't don't mess with me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be that's gonna be a hell of an episode. Oh, I can't wait till Rogue One comes out. Yeah, yeah, man. This dude see Darth Vader on screen again. It's gonna be. And and hopefully kicking ass. Like you can yeah. see him actually do some sweet uh, Sith board Jedi <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like That'd see be him so cool. See him use the powers that he's capable of. The only thing I don't like about it that I heard from. Uh, Rebel Force Radio, a podcast that I listen to that covers nothing exclusively Star Wars, mm-hmm. they uh, had said that Darth Vader is being played by like four different guys, but the voice will the, always be voiced by James Earl Jones, but there's like a guy who does stunts and a guy who just walks and like, a guy who just mainly does you know scenes where Darth Vader's sitting, and it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't care. You're not gonna notice. Oh yeah, that's why. But they can't <laughs> give. They have like they said something about like. They were at a press conference and someone someone was asking uh, Disney who was playing them and they didn't say because there's four of them you know what I mean like but they don't want people they don't want to exclusively broadcast that because they don't want people to think about that like when they're watching it. Yeah, I just don't understand why he's not just use the stunt guy. Yeah, uh, who knows? I'm sure he he can sit and stand just fine. Yeah. He's got all the brawny oh. needs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that's stuff. But anyway, while I have while I have you on here, the question I had for you is in regards to the Hal Jordan has a gauntlet, like a Green Lantern gauntlet, Ooh, like a I glove, saw, like I a big that. giant glove. Uh, isn't that like that's later in New Fifty Two, right? It's now. It's in the Rebirth. I haven't read any of the Rebirth yet. I know, uh, but I, I what I was getting at was it is it's it's not something that's ever cropped up before, like. Uh, no. You had, um... Not Mogo. What's his, what's his damn name? Mongol. He had something like that, but he didn't have a gauntlet. He had all the rings. But it was mainly all the fear rings. I don't know if you can see that or not. I'll back it up a little bit. Um, you might have just send it to me, because that's, that's a little Let's too see. bright. Where? He's got, like... These giant gauntlet, this giant gauntlet on his hand. He might just. He like for, he, he forges he uses that gauntlet and forges himself a new Green Lantern ring. Oh, I haven't read that issue. I mean, that's kind of cool. Right I mean, because I know oh, I haven't read that issue yet. I'm gonna have to check it out. It's yeah. This I is because I got I have Green Lanterns, and then this is a whole other one called Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Court, mm. like a new Fifty Two or no, I'm sorry, Rebirth. But it like yeah, like connects. Goes uh, connects a whole all around his whole body, right? And he uses it. I don't know if you can see that either, but oh yeah, I see that. He like uses. But you have Mogo. You have Mogo behind you. Mogo can create rings apparently now. Well, all, in this that. story, all the Green Lanterns are gone, what? except for Kyle Rayner, who's still a White Lantern, and the entire Green Lantern Corps is gone. And well, Hal Jordan that, uses this. That doesn't match up with the Green Lantern issue that we read before. I know that because the the Green Lanterns that yeah I don't know I don't understand it either. Rebirth is very confusing. Uh, looks like I'm gonna have to uh, you know go back and actually have to go buy these issues because well the shit. Green he like forges himself a, <laughs> he forges himself a new ring like he has like a, a a big anvil that he puts out and he's got this big like Green Lantern. Uh, produced hammer, like a yeah, like a pick, mm. and he's like smacking this thing, and he's forging himself a new ring. He forges it, 
and then he goes out and, and tries to find the rest of the Green Lantern Corps. Interesting. That's kind of cool. That's really awesome. Um, yeah, I need to go pick that up then, because... And uh, Parallax is like... Has Parallax always been like a humongous creature? Yeah, it's an entity. Yeah, it's huge, dude. I've never I've never seen it before until... It's the yellow entity of uh, fear. Because you have, you have Ion, which is the... Uh, the, the the entity of uh, will. See, Green Lan- uh, Kyle Rayner becomes Ion, and then uh, then uh, Hal Jordan becomes Parallax before. Well, Kyle Rayner became uh, I- Ion later on. Yeah, pa- Parallax is way before. Yeah, yeah, I, I have that issue uh, where where um, the issue where Green Lantern, well, Hal Jordan, is becomes Parallax. Mm-hmm. I actually, got that signed by Ron Mars. Wow. The, Creator of Kyle Rayner and um, that's cool. Yeah, so we have that happen, and then in the in the Green Lanterns, there's two Earth Lanterns, and then they have they're they're like following a story about like a rainbow ring. The rainbow ring. I thought that would be more of the white ring, but I guess if, I guess it's some kind of new fucking ring. There's yeah. like, oh, let's add this to it. Rebirth's adding a bunch of brand new things that we haven't seen yet. Okay, yeah, I guess I need to go check out Rebirth. Um, well, and they're also bringing in. They're also adding Watchmen to the. Storyline. They did that. Uh, they try to do that again with um, in New Fifty Two. They try to add Watchmen to it, but it wasn't part of the New Fifty Two. It was just like the sequel. Right. It's 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 definitely interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. The whole other uh, feed. Uh, I think you, if you remember, my friend uh, Dave. Do you remember Dave? I, I introduced you to him on Facebook a while ago when you. Were oh, there. Dave Wisegloss. Yeah. Wise, whatever, however you say. It. Yeah, I talked to him a little bit. Okay, you know he's the uh, he's an editor at DC Comics now. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, dude, he's a he's an editor now. You might see his name in some of the uh, comics. Interesting. I have to I have to keep an eye out for it because I. Yeah. Yeah, I still I still have I haven't talked to him since like right when you introduced me to him, but. Yeah, it's been a while since I talked to him. I you know too. So. I talked to him. That was when we were talking about my comic book, and I you had introduced me to him, and I talked to him briefly about it, and he was like. Are you aware of the crazy submission guidelines from Image Comics? I was like, yeah. He goes, good luck. <laughs> and that was about it. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a super super nice guy. He's awesome. Yeah, he was really helpful. But I just it was a writing a comic book is something I wish not that I wish I never done, but I wish I never started. Kind of it's a pain it's, in the ass. <laughs> dude, me and my buddy were talking about dude doing one, and it is a pain in the ass. And I mean, I have so much respect for these guys that you know sit down and write these. these so expensive. Awesome yeah, yeah, it really is. And you know, how do you get that in return? Do you, like, do you, you don't even make your, you know, don't even make like a turnaround on it. Really. You got to be as big as DC Comics to start making turnaround on comic books, right? Yeah. Even Lane and I have an idea for a comic book, and it's really, really weird. And I just don't well, like. I really would love to start it, but I just don't even know where to begin. Yeah, and weird. And the funny thing is, weird sells. Like the people now seem to really like the weird stuff that are coming out. Like you know, they're like image, <coughs> such as it's like uh, saga and stuff. Yeah, I've heard saga is really good. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we we don't we can't even come up with a name. We have <laughs> we know exactly what we want it to look like, but we don't at the same time and we can't figure out what to call this guy well damn there's a big water bug in my my living room eat it (laughs) 
No, God, no. Dinner. It's about to get wrecked, though. That's all right. That's all right. We got to wrap it up here anyway. All right. Well, it was also uh, it was awesome to be back on the show again, man. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Well, all right, we we'll get you on a couple more times before the year's out. Yeah, we'll have another a bigger a bigger episode like. The- there were, we really didn't talk about much about this at all. That's right. That's very true. I mean, we could. Uh, there just wasn't much to talk about. Like, before, coming into it, I thought there was. Gonna, I thought it was going to be so much to discuss. Like you said, Flashpoint. We we talked about Flashpoint forever because yes. a lot happened in Flashpoint, but really not all that much did happen in this story. But it doesn't it doesn't doesn't take away from its value? It's a great story. Right. 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 But uh, well, I think next week we're doing Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, and I gotta go see that. But it's, I mean, <coughs> I'm gonna be busy in the next couple of weeks, so I probably won't even be like. Able oh yeah, that's. I can't even guarantee that Lane will have off work on Monday anyway. So. Yeah. We'll have so. to figure something out soon. All right. Well, thank you, Brad, yeah. Allison. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Yeah, yeah dude, absolutely. Time, so you guys uh, take it easy. Will do, man. Talk right, to you next bye, time. Guys. Bye. Right. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at Facebook.com slash Nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at Nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, Nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.